discerning the signs of the times. Today's guest believes we are living in the last days and the signs are all around us. What are these signs and do they reveal when Jesus will return? Just ahead on Jewish Voice. Shalom and welcome to Jewish Voice, where we proclaim Jesus as Messiah to the world and help you to understand the Jewish roots of your Christian faith. My guest today believes that prophecy is being fulfilled all around us, and he sees these events as signs of the Messiah's near return. Now, while no one knows the date or the hour, we are commanded to recognize the seasons. Here to explain these signs of the end of the age is a good friend and the former pastor of Belmont Church in Nashville for more than 25 years, pastor to notables such as Michael W. Smith and Amy Grant, among others. Please welcome back to Jewish Voice, Pastor Don Finto. Don, welcome back, my friend. Great to see you. Come on, have a seat. It's, it's great to have you back. Glad to be it's back. It's always a joy. Uh, Don Love what you're doing. is revered in the movement that I come from, the Messianic Jewish movement. Now, just for those that didn't watch the program yesterday, you went through a literal worldview shift during the Jesus movement. From I went, a background, talk about the before and after. I went it's incredible. from a guy who was reared in a... I'm very grateful for my, it was the Church of Christ Heritage, I'm very grateful for it because they taught me to love the Bible. But it was a very, very narrow sectarian church that I was reared in that didn't believe anything about the Holy Spirit, certainly nothing about prophecy, certainly nothing. I was taught, Jonathan, I was taught in my youth over and over again that Jesus would never, there's no prophecy anywhere that ever says that Jesus will ever touch foot again upon the earth. That's a lie. Really? That's a lie. That and I was really is. That. That, that's shocking to me. I know. Because I know. The, the, the return of the Messiah is when, so fundamental. When he says in Acts 1, the angel said he's coming back the same way you saw him go. And Zechariah 14 says his feet are going to touch the Mount of Olives. He's going to be, anyway. I was expecting you to say there was no relevance to, to Jerusalem, to, to physical Jerusalem. Well, but we just, that was but, just sort of understood. Yeah, and you, you, you. I was in Jerusalem in 67, as I told you. You lived through the, the restoration of Israel in 48. You were in Israel in 67 after the Six Day War, and there was no connection to the Bible. No connection, for you. whatever, that, with scripture, with prophecy. I'm not used to that. <laughs> something changed, Don. Something changed, and your eyes began to open. Uh, really, it was the brother who challenged me to reread the prophets. I mean, he just said, he basically said, because I was a Bible reader. I was a Bible reader been a Bible reader all my adult life, but I was just taking for granted that this, when it said Israel, it really wasn't talking about Israel, it was talking about the church. Nobody told me that, it was just sort of understood, that's the way the church reads the scripture. And so when, it, I mean, you flip that switch inside, if you flip that one switch, then when it's talking about Israel, it's talking about Israel. See, no. That's common sense to me. A literal <laughs> interpretation of Scripture whenever possible. You said something yesterday that I want to repeat. You said, whenever possible, I take Scripture literally unless the Lord shows me that it's symbolic as opposed to seeing it symbolically where Israel is the church automatically right. or Zion is our, our believers to taking it literally unless you see it, the Lord shows you it's well, symbolic. I had, a, I had an experience the last time I was in Israel. I was standing in the... The house of Prayer, the Sukkot Halil, 
there in, the Asaf prayer there in Jerusalem. I was looking out at the old city, and I happened to be reading in my normal reading Isaiah 2. In the last days, the mountain of the Lord will be exalted above all the mountains of the hills. And all of a sudden, I thought, wait a minute. You're such a literalist. You haven't been taking this literally. That mountain over there is going to be the highest mountain in the world? And then I remembered Isaiah 40. Every valley is going to be raised up and every mountain be brought low. I believe it literally. I believe that the Temple Mount is going to be where Jesus is going to restore the temple is absolutely going to be the highest mountain in the entire world. Amen. Amen. Now, you also said that prophecy was irrelevant, that there was no prophecy, certainly in connection with a time preceding the return of the Messiah. You feel very differently about that now, and you believe we're in it a special period of time oh, yeah. in history. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that, I mean, part of that came, I mean, just, just this whole thing, part of that came, I'll tell you, when, I mean, I had a lot of moments where Revelation would just hit me when I started reading prophecy and when I started rereading the New Covenant. And I was teaching through a class of Jesus freaks that were sitting around everywhere and, was, and, and teaching all the way through Luke. And when I got to Luke 21, I had some life-transforming experiences there because I realized I'd been there in 67. And Luke 21, 20 is talking about the destruction of Jerusalem. Okay, got it, 70 AD. Luke 20, 20, 21, 24 is talking about the return of Israel to the land. And then you go a few verses later and he says, when you see these things beginning to take place, lift up your head. Stand up and lift up your head because your redemption is here. I've been standing up, I've been lifting up my head ever since. See, <laughs> you, you, your eyes open and your head lifted. I, I, I think that uh, th that is one of the clearest statements. Luke 21, 24, the words of Jesus himself saying, Jerusalem will be trodden down by the Gentiles. And you look at a 2000 year history and they have. of Jerusalem being destroyed, conquered, taken by the Crusaders, the Muslims, uh, uh, group after group. Even the, the Turks, British? Even the British. Mm -hmm. And then the, re the restoration of Jerusalem back into Jewish hands suddenly makes total sense when you connect it with, with Luke 21, 24. And when you see these things beginning to happen, then your redemption is near. But I also believe, Jonathan, that 1967 was, there was a switch flipped in heaven that started this whole, that started so many of the Jewish people coming back to faith. Because it wasn't 48 when the big upsurge of, of hippies became Jesus freaks, it was 67. And I have in my possession a Time magazine dated June 1971, which the whole thing is about the Jesus movement. And three times in that article, 1967 is given as the beginning of the Jesus movement. Well, well, for our history as Messianic Jews, we go back to 67 as a modern revival of the Jewish people. Now you connect that to the end of the age, right? We taught, we, that's how we introduced the program that this is a sign of the end of the age, Jewish people coming to faith. Yeah. What else? Well, the signs that are that the end of the age is coming? Right. Well, I mean, of course, you've got the, the Matthew 24, and so you've got all the kinds of things, the famine, and I mean, all the kinds of things that have been happening all through the years. But the one event that has happened that has never happened before in Israel is the return of Israel to the land. But then that followed by that, was that there are so many Jewish people for the first time in history since the first century 
there's so many Jewish people like you. See, these are all things that, I mean, I'm passionate about this, <laughs> Jonathan. I'm, I believe every believer in the entire world needs to understand that we're in the age of Jewish people coming to faith and that the Jewish people coming to faith has released revival all over the world. Like I, never I want before. to talk about that connection. We have to take a break. I want to talk about the connection when we come back between Jewish people coming to faith. And I think that many Christian Zionists see Israel's restored. That's an end time prophetic event. But the Jewish people coming back to God yeah. is, is extremely clear in connection with the return of Jesus. Amen. But then you, it's connected also to the revival of the world. We've got to take a quick break. When we return, lots more with author Don Finto. Stay with us. Here at Jewish Voice, our mandate is to proclaim Jesus, the Messiah, to the world, to the Jew first, and also to the nations. One key way we do this is by ministering to the physical needs of some of the poorest people in the world. In helping them, we share God's love and the good news of Yeshua, Jesus. Today, we are urgently preparing to bring humanitarian aid to a remote Lost Tribes community in Barangwa, Zimbabwe, the Lemba, this faithful yet forgotten people have ties to the ancient people of Israel, the priestly tribe of Aaron, and have been practicing ancient Jewish customs for hundreds of years. We urgently need the help of friends like you to make this vital life-saving outreach possible. Will you be a blessing to these wonderful people and the thousands of others in desperate need? The elderly, children, infants, and toddlers could die for lack of basic medical care. You can help save lives, but we must act now. Call or click right now to help us save lives. And with your gift of any amount, we'll say thank you by sending you a book by Pastor Don Finto, which he recently updated and expanded. Your people shall be my people. How Israel, the Jews, and the Christian church will come together in the last days. This powerful resource explains how you can play a critical role in blessing the Jewish people and hastening the fulfillment of prophecy. With it, you'll gain a better understanding of how Israel and Jewish people are at the center of God's end times plans and how God will bless you, a member of the church, when you stand with Israel. Along with the book, you'll also receive the Jewish voice grafted in keychain. On it, you'll see the menorah, the Star of David, and the sign of the fish. It's a beautiful reminder of how Gentile believers have been grafted into Israel's olive tree to share in God's promises and blessings for the Jewish people. If God has blessed you with the means to share a gift of $115 or more today to help some of the neediest people on earth, we'll send you the gifts just mentioned and this beautiful and practical custom woven Afghan throw. This specially crafted Afghan carries the scriptural reminder to pray for the peace of Jerusalem, and it will make a comforting and inspirational addition to your home. Please remember, God has promised to bless those who bless the Jewish people. To share a gift in support of this humanitarian aid and to help countless others around the globe, please call or click now. Once again, time is of the essence for many of these people. Please call or click right now. We're back with Pastor Don Fento, who's uh, written a, a really important book, Your People Shall Be My People. That comes from, from Ruth's statement, Your people will be my people. 
and uh, it's an updated and expanded uh, version of a book that was written some time ago on how Israel and the, the Jews and the Christian church will come together in the last days. Don, before we left off for the break, we were talking about Jewish people coming to faith mm -hmm. in greater and greater numbers, mm -hmm. specifically since 1967. Mm -hmm. And I kind of mm -hmm. want to backtrack and talk about the first believers in Jesus. We're all Jews. Mm -hmm. And they never converted to Christianity. Right. Uh, they never saw themselves as uh, as Christians, Politics, as converts. They, were fulfilled, they saw themselves, Jesus, as the fulfillment of, of the Jewish prophets. Right. In, in fact, I'm not so sure that not every writer of the Bible was Jewish. We're not totally sure Luke was Gentile, but if, if, if he was, he's the only one. But it's a totally Jewish book. That was why it was so fascinating to say, we so took it to ourselves, the Gentile world did, and then because there was so much anti-Semitism already in the Roman Empire, turned our backs. I'm talking about we, the church, turned our backs on the Jewish people for all through the years, and that's why it's so significant that this one thing has totally reversed in, in a lot of people's hearts among believers, among Christians in our day for the first time in history. So we've come full circle. We have come We've full come circle. from what, uh, Jews asking the question when the gospel went to yes. Cornelius and his household in Acts 10, what do we do with these people who aren't Jews? Right. And the determination in Acts 15 is we don't make them convert to Judaism to now uh, Christian leaders asking, what do we do with these Jews who believe in Jesus? Do we make them become Christians? Charisma magazine, and it's an, it's an open thing, you know, did a whole thing on a lot of the Jewish people in the land that were believers. But whoever the editor was that did the front page didn't catch totally what was happening. And so he said, these Jewish Christians are changing the landscape or something like that. When I saw that, my heart sank because I knew that these believers in the land do not ever call, I mean, most of them, do not ever call themselves Christians. They're trying to say to their fellow Jewish people, this is ours. Yeshua is a Jew and yeah, we're believers I, I in him. I want to clarify that for people that are watching. It's not a disavowment of, of no. being a Christian, but what Christian means to the Jewish people exactly. is a convert to some other religion that's, that's actually right. an, a, 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 has animosity towards Christianity a is a Gentile religion. Right. And being right. a Christian has become meaning a Gentile who hates them. Right. Because there right. were crosses in the Holocaust chambers, all that kind of thing. Now, the landscape's changing. Jewish people are coming to faith all around us. They are. And retaining their identity and uh, uh, joining community. And we're visible uh, a prophetic sign. W the, what does that mean to you and what should it mean to people that are watching? Yeah, they're, they're more open now, really, as across the board than they ever have been. Our, our people are able to talk to Jewish people in the land. But, Jonathan, one of the, one of the scriptures that was extremely important to me in this whole thing was Isaiah 6. Because in Isaiah 6, and I'll, uh, I can paraphrase it quickly, but Isaiah hears a voice in heaven. Whom shall I send? He says, here am I. God says to him, go tell Israel her eyes are going to be closed and her heart hardened. I'm sure he's undone, but he says, how long? God tells him exactly how long Jewish eyes are going to be closed. Until the land is totally devastated, the houses ruined, the fields deserted. But today they're not. So it's prophetically the time. Every day of my life, when it's a good day, I pray for the salvation of Israel. I pray that, and, and I not only pray, but I declare that today, Jewish people are going to come to faith because God said through Isaiah, 
that when the land is no longer devastated, it's time for them to come back. That's why we have right. tens or even hundreds right. of thousands need, of Jewish people more Don coming Sinto, to faith. I'm telling you. That, is, <laughs> that is right on. You know, when I, when I, and when I hear Isaiah 6, I immediately go in my mind to Romans 11. Absolutely. Which says that there's a blindness that's happened to Israel, but it's until it's, a specific time when the fullness of the Gentiles absolutely. comes in. And then Israel shall be saved. That's right. And so I, I, I believe, now I don't know if this is, I believe the fullness of the Gentiles is already here, the fullness that he's talking about, because the early believers were totally Jewish. Then you had a transition stage of Jew and Gentile together. Then it became so totally Gentile, but we're now back in a transition stage with Jew and Gentile. So the time of the Gentiles exclusively is gone. See, what it's, I'm hearing you say is we are clearly in the end times. That absolutely. event alone places us in the end of days. Yes. Now, you said something else very important that I want to go back to, and we're really just scratching the surface of your book here. It's, this is so rich. Uh, but the connection between Jews coming to faith in their Messiah and what happens with the rest of the world, and that's where I think you need to pay close attention here because this is the connection for you. There's a connection between the salvation of Israel and what happens with Absolutely. the rest of the world. Absolutely. Unpack that. We don't have much time left. Well, uh, all, of, all of our Caleb students have to memorize Romans 11. And, and we, we all have it. We all have it inside of us. But these scripture, two scriptures really, that have transformed multiple people, pastors, all kinds of people, is when they really grab what Romans 11, 12 says, if their transgression... Jewish means riches for the world, and their loss means riches for the Gentiles. How much greater riches will their fullness bring? If their rejection is the reconciliation of the world, what will their acceptance be but life from the dead? That's why, that's why there's revival in China. That's why there's seven million plus in Iran. That's why Africa is getting a revival because the Jews are back. This is a revelation that's absolutely <laughs> life-changing and it affects you. We're saying, what Don's saying is that what happens with Israel and the Jewish people has an impact on you, your neighborhood, this nation and the other nations of the world. And that is very, very powerful. Uh, you really need to get the book. It's called Your People Shall Be My People. And this is end time information for you to fulfill your destiny. It's, it's all the time we have for today. Don's going to be back tomorrow. We hope you'll join us again then. But get the book, Your People Shall Be My People, and understand God's plan for you in the days we live. I want to hear him say, good and faithful servant, well done in the end of the age when I face him. And I know you do too. And this book will help that to come about. Hey, there's a lot more ahead. We'll be right back. There's so much need in the world. Sometimes it, it's just overwhelming. But God calls us to minister to one person at a time. And together, we can make a difference. I prayed for a frightened mother in Zimbabwe whose baby was suffering terribly. I watched tears run down her face as our doctor provided care. I've seen a lame teenage girl drag herself down the street on her hands because God told her he had a wheelchair waiting for her. Amazingly, someone had donated funds for two new wheelchairs. We'd ship them over with the medicines. 
she left wheeling herself down the street in her shiny new wheelchair, a huge smile on her face. One life changed at a time, and as a result, thousands of lives have now been transformed. But thousands more still need our help. Will you help us change lives? Will you be His voice? Will you be the one that says yes and allows God to use you to demonstrate His compassion and share His message of eternal life? I hope so. We need your help. They need your help. Be His voice. For more information, go to jewishvoice.tv or call 1-800-299-9374. For the last four years, we've been reaching out to a community in the remote bush of Zimbabwe known as the Lemba. In fact, we go all over the world to provide life-saving medical aid and to share the good news of Yeshua, Jesus. Now, the Lemba, even though they've been isolated in the remote bush of Zimbabwe, have been practicing ancient Jewish traditions for centuries. Now, with the help of many of you, we're providing free medical care, dental care, eye care, even eye surgeries in the bush of Zimbabwe. Now, most importantly, we're proclaiming the gospel to them, and many are coming to know the Lord. Take a look. In one of the most remote areas of southern Zimbabwe, a team of 51 volunteers were joined by 120 national workers, and together they just finished one of the most challenging and rewarding Jewish voice outreaches to date. In a week full of both work and ministry, the Lord's hand was clearly seen as Jewish voice conducted its very first medical outreach to the impoverished Lemba Jewish community. In the afternoon, I was starting to feel pretty tired. My compassion level for patients was dropping. And all of a sudden, the nurse came into my room and said, can you see this patient outside? And I said, feeling tired, well, can't, can't they carry the patient into my room? And she's like, well, she looks pretty sick. So I, I went outside and I go up to this cart that is being drawn by two donkeys, near death look on this young female who is dying from AIDS. And I find out that she's come eight kilometers to seek help. And it was kind of like a slap upside my head because two minutes before that, I'm in my, my room feeling sorry for myself. And that was just God saying, how do you feel now? And I, I, I didn't know what to do. I see a dying woman and I can't help her. But as a man of God, I can share love. I can show compassion. And that's not easy for me to do, but God working through me made it very easy. The Lord is looking down on this with favor and he's looking down on this that he loves culture and he loves diversity. And uh, I had such a warm, wonderful feeling that uh, the Lemba here are very gentle and loving people and that the Lord has not forgotten them and that they have retained as much as they possibly can of their culture 
and of their um, of their Jewishness. Zimbabwe, Ethiopia, India, these are outposts around the world where Jewish people and their neighbors need our help. And that's where we go. That's why we go, to share the good news, restoring hope and transforming lives. Now, if you come with us on a medical outreach, your life will change too. There's a cost involved, but believe me, it'll be worth every dollar. If you feel called to join us on one of our upcoming outreaches in 2016, you can call the number on your screen or go to jewishvoice.tv. Here at Jewish Voice, our mandate is to proclaim Jesus, the Messiah, to the world, to the Jew first, and also to the nations. One key way we do this is by ministering to the physical needs of some of the poorest people in the world. In helping them, we share God's love and the good news of Yeshua, Jesus. Today, we are urgently preparing to bring humanitarian aid to a remote Lost Tribes community in Barangwa, Zimbabwe. The Lemba, this faithful yet forgotten people, have ties to the ancient people of Israel, the priestly tribe of Aaron, and have been practicing ancient Jewish customs for hundreds of years. We urgently need the help of friends like you to make this vital life-saving outreach possible. Will you be a blessing to these wonderful people and the thousands of others in desperate need the elderly, children, infants, and toddlers could die for lack of basic medical care. You can help save lives, but we must act now. Call or click right now to help us save lives. And with your gift of any amount, we'll say thank you by sending you a book by Pastor Don Finto, which he recently updated and expanded. Your people shall be my people. How Israel, the Jews, and the Christian church will come together in the last days. This powerful resource explains how you can play a critical role in blessing the Jewish people and hastening the fulfillment of prophecy. With it, you'll gain a better understanding of how Israel and Jewish people are at the center of God's end times plans and how God will bless you, a member of the church, when you stand with Israel. Along with the book, you'll also receive the Jewish voice grafted in keychain. On it, you'll see the menorah, the Star of David, and the sign of the fish. It's a beautiful reminder of how Gentile believers have been grafted into Israel's olive tree to share in God's promises and blessings for the Jewish people. If God has blessed you with the means to share a gift of $115 or more today to help some of the neediest people on earth, we'll send you the gifts just mentioned and this beautiful and practical custom woven Afghan throw. This specially crafted Afghan carries the scriptural reminder to pray for the peace of Jerusalem, and it will make a comforting and inspirational addition to your home. Please remember, God has promised to bless those who bless the Jewish people. To share a gift in support of this humanitarian aid and to help countless others around the globe, please call or click now. Once again, time is of the essence for many of these people. Please call or click right now. I want to thank you for watching today, and Pastor Don Finto, author of Your People Shall Be My People, will be back again tomorrow, so be sure to join us.
As I leave you today, I want to remind you, as I always do, to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Psalm 122.6 promises that those who love Israel and pray for her will prosper. So if you want to prosper, pray for Israel. Until next time, I'm Jonathan Bernis saying shalom and God bless you. Jewish Voice is made possible by the support of friends and partners like you. 